Steve, what are some candies that, you know, when you're a little kid, you get them and you're like, wow, this is terrible. And you just like push it away. Like what's some of that stuff for you? You know, I'm a big candy guy, Lincoln, but Mm -hmm. one thing that I absolutely will not touch is black licorice. That stuff is terrible. I mean, it's borderline unedible. Steve, that's not even candy. Like I'm not even (laughs) counting that. That's like black licorice is universally hated. I literally don't know who eats it as it should be <laughs> as it should be. It very much deserves it. But, you know, I'm talking more like Halloween type candy, Halloween like, candy. What's something that you see and you're just like, this is despicable. Jeez. I don't know, man. I just I love candy, but sometimes like. Maybe touchy rolls, you know, like when you're going through your loot after the night mm. on Halloween mm. and you find like that touchy roll like, I mean, really? Yeah, definitely. You know, I'm a big Tootsie Roll fan, so honestly, I take this kind of personally. So no. I'll get after you right after I uh, talk to our guest here for a second. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Big Brain Hour. Uh, Lincoln here in the studio with Steve, bringing you another great episode. Um, thanks for tuning in. So today we're talking about um, candies that we cannot stand, along with unpopular opinions. So um, got a good episode coming up for you guys today. And uh, yeah, let's get back to it. Well, Steve, um, what you said about Tootsie Rolls there is basically unacceptable, in my opinion. I mean, Tootsie Rolls are, are they're the goat. They're the goat. They're the poop of candy. They even look like They it. look like poop, look- Steve. Appearances are not everything. They're bad. Appearances they're are not bad. everything, Steve. They're beautiful on the inside. What's the flavor, huh? Brown. <laughs> Brown is a great Terrible. flavor. Brown is a great flavor. All right, well, what's your what's your least favorite candy then? Least favorite candy? I know everyone's gonna agree with me on this. Dots. Dots? You know dots, right? I mean crappy not- little pyramid mound things, like awful. So bad. They're not great. You don't eat them for the taste, though. What do you they're, eat them for? They're fun. They're the experience. You ever seen the box? The yeah, dots it's like the, box. It just it's, makes it's you feel yellow. Good. It does not look like it belongs in your mouth. I mean, after you eat it, you're like, did I just eat like a toilet cake? Like <laughs> it doesn't taste like something that humans should eat. <laughs> Sounds like you just hate fun. I will agree, though. Those, <laughs> you, they're one of the things where you don't buy them because they're good. Yeah, it's not something that, like, I mean, can you even buy dots, like, at a store outside of Halloween season? Like, I, I haven't seen them in many generations, to be I honest. I think they only come in, like, that weird, like, mixed bag, and it's just, like, the really bad part of the mixed bag. Like, it's got, like, Snickers and stuff, and just, like, dots are in there. Like, yeah. it's just filler. They know that that box is filled with air. Yeah, I'm going to say what we're all thinking. All right. Seasonal candy is by far the best. Seasonal. So you're talking like candy corn, candy corn, candy canes, candy, candy canes, peeps. Yes. Yeah, peeps, you know, garbage. They're, I hate they're, peeps. They're right. I hate peeps. Another experienced type of a buy. Only redeeming quality of peeps is that they look like a chicken. Like, that's it. Like, <laughs> they're kind of fun. that is literally it they're just kind of fun to look at reese's eggs oh reese's definitely eggs. better than the, the normal reese's cups. tree Mwah. goes off just no. goes dumb but oh candy pumpkins so good like the cream ones or whatever the ones those are pretty good they're basically yeah. candy corn but they're just like reskin yeah they're so good i like those actually if you eat like four of them you're probably gonna die of like sugar overdose but because <laughs> they're just straight <laughs> they are they're why you always sugar. feel terrible after eating candy corn like that's just one thing that you know because they're they are literally just like crystallized sugar that's been like refined 
It's just it's some pretty potent product. I'm not gonna lie. You could probably put a wick in them and then like, light a candle. I bet it would work. Dots. You can make a candle out of dots and it would work. But like, yeah, also probably the candy pumpkins and stuff. I mean, definitely not good for you. How do you feel about candy hearts? Uh, see, this is one that could get me in a lot of trouble here. I'm gonna say I don't like them. And here's where I'm coming from with this. I understand that candy hearts, like in the box with the messages on them, it's more of like a, it's like a seasonal fun thing to like give at like a Valentine's Day party or something. But has anyone actually ever eaten them? I literally can probably count on two fingers the amount of candy hearts that I've consumed in my lifetime. It's probably like seven. They're, they're not great, you know. Like, like why make a food? But make the whole like the food's terrible, but like the experience is literally just like getting it. Like I don't get that, you know. So your your perspective is kind of like the Casa Bonita of of seasonal candies. Are you inferring that Casa Bonita is bad, Steve? Because I think <laughs> I'm saying the food is somewhat subpar compared to the. It's authentic Mexican cuisine, Steve. <laughs> like Lincoln, I respect your opinion. I I consider you to be a very intelligent individual. But this opinion you have that candy hearts are not good is just downright ridiculous. <laughs> you it's know, just, it's absurd. This is despicable that you would even that you would even call me out like this, Steve. It has to be said. Look, I'm not even going to say the silent majority this time because I think it's just the majority of people love candy. The hearts. obnoxious loud majority, <laughs> exactly. They're all wrong. Like most people, not, all are wrong about most things. Very few things blend a perfect experience. And a great taste. And the fact that they're seasonal, you only get them for a certain amount of time. They're rare. Thank God they're rare. <laughs> it's a masterpiece. They're so good. They're so gross. Like, I will say, the, the What's most... the flavor? Chalk? <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's nothing wrong with chalk. Fruit it's a flavor. chalk, maybe? Like Tom's? I'd be curious. You think if we bought a bag of candy hearts, could we make chalk art with them? Oh, Definitely. Like if you refine them and like turn them into like a chalk stick, <laughs> yes. like you definitely could like go on campus and like draw some stuff with those bad boys. Good. Like they're good. If you if you can get past the chalkiness, which I think that's is, literally the, the entirety of them is chalkiness. It's too. the only the only downside. It is literally center. <laughs> the core of their existence is their chalkiness. That is why <laughs> they are. They're beautiful. The crunch, everything about it. The the encouraging messages. Mm. Moi. <laughs> the encouraging messages though it's it's bored it's like a fortune cookie but worse though because it's just like it's two words instead of like you can <laughs> tell like i mean i don't know do people actually read those and be like nice like <laughs> of course so, someone loves me this is epic like is that what people think when they're eating candy hearts being, myself being an expert on romance like <laughs> these are the perfect gifts <laughs> it's more of a side gift you rate them perfect gift. Per- perfect side gift. Almost side like gift. stocking stuffer for Valentine's, for Valentine's Day. Day. Mm. I could see that. Seeing as most people have no taste, I could see how most people <laughs> would enjoy that. You're just wrong. See, we all know I'm right. I'm, I think I might have to drop an Instagram poll you should. Um, later this week to see who people side with on this because I have a feeling most people will side with me. You may feel that way, but you're <laughs> wrong. So, you know, um, speaking of like seasonal candies and stuff, like this is kind of like a seasonal like thing that people talk about every year around Halloween. Every for so- somehow the rumor got started that people were like 
hiding drugs and like razor blades and like children's Halloween candy. Have you once ever actually that has never actually happened? That has to be just like some local news, like fake story people have come up with. No, I do remember that. People would put like tax and stuff in the candy. <laughs> I feel like do you only hear about that on local news though. Never yeah. once have I met anyone who has known anybody that has ever had that happen. <laughs> I will be honest, I definitely like, you know, I'd go through my loot. And I would and you check for tags. I wouldn't necessarily check, but like I'd make sure that the packages were all pristine. Nothing was previously That's fair. opened. Because like you know, there's no other time of year that like people would let children go and like just collect like just like food from other people's doorsteps <laughs> right, and then like right. just eat it. Like it's just a one it's the one time of year people let their guard down. It but might, like yeah, you know, spe- speaking on like the razor blades thing, though, it's like every year they're like it's like on the local news, it's like warning, like check your kids candy for razor blades and like meth first of all who's gonna put meth in candy like who's gonna give away free product first of all like no one no one (laughs) yeah you gotta keep that (laughs) exactly like no anyone who's buying meth is not just giving it away right number two like what do you have to gain from putting like razor blades in children's candy like i mean like i truly don't understand that one either because like these warnings are always it's always like check your kids candy for this but never once is it like oh this actually happened yeah it's like who hurt you local news <laughs> who did this to you i think it's a classic case of that one sick person did it like yeah. the one out of the, it, the it millions once. yeah yes, of the millions of people who went out trick-or-treating and then makes a great story so makes a great news story honestly the worst thing i ever got in you know f- from halloween is like you know you'd be going through all the candy and stuff and you'd find this big object and you like pull it out it's a toothbrush (laughs) it's like (laughs) i always thought like the wackest thing people give you is like there's someone on my street when i was a kid who'd always give out like a candy apple it would always like melt in the bag like and it would just get like everywhere like everywhere it's like keep it simple guys like they gave that out trick-or-treating yes that's just such also, a bad idea. Really sauce, like <laughs> homemade, like candy apple, like no thanks. It's probably razors in those. <laughs> if there were razors, be and razors. Meth, and meth for sure. No, I just <laughs> I think that's just one of those like suburban urban urban legends, you oh, know, like oh, definitely sure. not true, but people are always like really triggered about it every single like <laughs> every single Halloween season. Yeah, no, it's facts. And so, um. You know, Steve, you were dumpstering Tootsie Rolls earlier, and to me, that's an extremely unpopular opinion. I mean, like, literally every like doctor, like every like rando office has like a bowl of candy sitting on their desk. Mm-hmm. It's always Tootsie Rolls. It's because Tootsie Rolls are the ultimate crowd pleaser. No, stop. They have They're, universal appeal, Steve. They're cheap. I can't get over no this. One it's like buying a bowl. <laughs> untrue, untrue. I will say I have no idea what they're made out of because like. It's a it's a substance that I cannot exactly put my finger on. Like it's like a hard, it's a hard like um silly putty, sort of. But it has like a it has like a shell on the outside, so it's all like dried up and like scab. I don't know what I don't know what it's made out of, but I'll have what I'm having when I'm eating a tootsie roll. I will say that. Disgusting. No people, best giveaway candy is definitely the packs of. And my grandma used to give these out. They're like the ones with the little Hershey's bar, mm. but they have like other flavors. They have like the red and the yellow one. Yep. Yep. 
And the the red one's more kind of like uh, dark chocolate or something. Yeah, one's like dark chocolate. The other one's more like a crunch bar. It's got like the the pop to it. Oh, the, the crispy bar. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Those are those are fire. I will say I I was always pleased to see that. You know. Yeah. That's Another thing, were you one of those kids that would loot and pillage the bowl that was sitting out front? It like the take one bowl. Yes. To be honest, every time I came across one of those. It had already been looted. There's nothing left. <laughs> it was pillager season. Yes. Like there's no honor. Scorched on earth policy. It's like General Sherman's march through Atlanta. Yeah, take everything. Just burn it all so no one else has any materials. <laughs> yeah, no, I do remember that. People, I love how people have the audacity to even leave a note out. It says like take one. Take one. Like, I mean, what a half-hearted attempt at justice. I do appreciate the attempt to at least give out candy. I appreciate that because sometimes there's scrooges, you know, that people like, who just like board themselves in and shut all the lights off at Halloween, and then they get all pissed at you when you like ring the doorbell. What type of like, life is that? Yeah, exactly. Who, who doesn't like seeing like the neighborhood kids come around and like costumes and stuff? I mean, like, what type of person does not like want to participate? Someone who hates fun. Yeah, Someone, they probably hate. Dot. Obviously, not the people who want to put razors in the candy. No, because you obviously need customers to dispense razor blades and meth but these are the same people that probably hate dots <sighs> steve dots are terrible dots are terrible the, the they're patriots the the true patriots in this country hate dots false communist me communist. only commies like dots you know lincoln speaking of unpopular opinions won't you won't you share with our audience your your views on pretzels Okay, listen, pretzels are terrible. And I'm not talking about like the soft stadium pretzel. Like, I'm definitely not a huge fan of that either. But like Snyder's pretzels, like who actually likes eating those? Who's like, wow, I'd like nothing better than to dry my mouth out and like choke on dust for like the next 20 minutes. Like, it's just it literally almost gives me an asthma attack every time I'm like around pretzels because they're so dusty. Like, you know, it's the perfect snack. It's filling. It's got the crunch, the salt, the bread. It's everything it's you'd terrible, ever want to Steve. Snack. It's terrible. Filling. And then don't even give me a start with soft pretzels are probably top five snack in the world ever made. My problem is soft pretzels. I'll catch a lot of heat for this. I have a feeling I'm already going to catch some heat for what I've said today. But it's the truth and the people need to hear it. Big salt on soft pretzels is bad. You know that big like rock salt that they put on them it's terrible like nothing's worse than like you accidentally crunching a big piece of big salt in between your teeth Ugh, ugh. i mean it's not it ideal tastes like drinking like a gulp of salt water like from the oat it's it's awful <laughs> would you rather eat a naked pretzel yes you're disgusting because like they also give you that like terrible like velveta cheese like hell blend like <laughs> it's <laughs> Straight from Satan's kitchen. It's horrible. You can't eat that. Don't, don't be fooled by the. And then they have the audacity to charge for the cheese. I mean, like, yeah, like first of all, the margin on that must be ridiculous because that <laughs> cheese is probably like the little cup they give you might be like a tenth of a cent. Facts. I don't know, man. I, mean, I think you throw some butter on that. I, I can see where you're coming from with the, with the salt, but throw some butter on that thing. I mean, it, it just brings it all together. Now, see, here's here's where I'll push back on this. Say you're at a baseball game, which mm -hmm. is where most soft pretzels are consumed. 
I don't even think you can buy soft pretzels in the store. You can only buy the Satan spawn, like small crunchy pretzel, which is just terrible. <laughs> We've all established that. No one actually likes that. That is literally like a desperation food. That is something that like, if it's out and you're really hungry, you might consider eating it. <laughs> you can, you can buy soft pretzels from freezer section. Who does that though? Nobody. I do it occasionally. Oh it's God. like a summer thing. You're a psycho. No, <laughs> no one should do that. No one should do that. It is irresponsible to eat soft pretzels. False. Oh, going back to your, you were saying something about the, the baseball pretzels. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. I got a little sidetracked there by my, <laughs> like I was seeing red for a second. I hate pretzels that much. So at a baseball game, which is where someone would typically like baseball, a sporting event, typically where you eat like a soft pretzel, like a festival, maybe yeah. like, I didn't think soft pretzel breaks top five, like food items that are at a baseball game. You stop popcorn better fall popcorn. That, that stuff is stale. You can get the Rocky dog. You can get a glizzy, you know, like what's a glizzy. It's a hot dog, Steve. You don't know what a glizzy is. I don't get a glizzy. I don't with that inferior ketchup snack. And mustard. Oh my. He just called a hot dog inferior to the pretzel. I'm sorry. You've just angered our constituents. Like, you're done. You're not getting elected. <laughs> if you ever run for public office and someone pulls that soundbite of you saying that hot dogs are inferior, you are done. I'd get elected on the spot. Oh no! Be you, like, this guy you would be forced reasoning. to drop after the entire country cancels False. you. Like, there's only one thing, one thing in a baseball event that might be maybe that another pretzel, and that's snow cones. Mm, I can agree on that. Snow cones are flames. They're heat. At least yeah. we agree on on one thing. Yeah, we, we, that is the one agreement we've had this entire episode. But, um, you know, this this whole discussion kind of brings me on to the topic of, like, unpopular opinions in general, you know? Yeah. Um, an unpopular opinion that I hold that I'm always tentative to share because I always just catch, like, borderline, like, unacceptable amount of heat for it is that Shrek, Shrek 1, 2, and 3, and the Christmas special, and the Halloween special are not as good as people say they are. Well, first off, the Halloween special and the Christmas special. Halloween one Shrek the Halls. Hardly canon. <laughs> so I don't think that makes Shrek canon. No. The fan the fan base knows that's kind of canon, but we know that was just, legends. It was a cash grab. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> the the third movie, they, they made four, right? There were four. There were four. Four is terrible. Absolutely terrible. You, you probably mistake four for all of them. <laughs> Shrek one and two, some of the best cinema out there. I would even say unpopular opinion, greatest animated content in, in history. Uh, see, that's actually a popular opinion, Steve, because you are a sheep. That is what <laughs> everyone wants you to think. Shrek is not that good. It's the best. It's not good. It's perfect. <laughs> You know, I think we'll have to agree to disagree on this one because I just maybe it's because when I when I first watched Shrek, I just remember being like, so maybe this is maybe this isn't so much my like logic speaking here as much as this is my irrational fear of Shrek. It's <laughs> ever since um like I was a little kid, I had Shrek on VHS, Shrek one. Yeah. I remember being like really terrified, like at that opening scene. Like I remember there was one of the like creatures that was getting turned in really unnerved me i think donkey <laughs> might have unnerved me actually and I, it like really freaked me out and for some reason i just 
it was just kind of left a sour taste in my mouth about Shrek ever since. It's scarred you. Have you watched it since? I have, and I just can't seem to enjoy it. Wow. I just find the whole thing unsettling to look at. See, the animation is, it's it's abrasive at best, and huh. the the character Farquad gag worthy. Like he also just unsettling to look at. I also don't like the scene where they're like interrogating the gingerbread man and cut his leg off. It's funny. It's not funny though. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of terrible. It's, <laughs> I'll say it's, that, but it's kind of funny. Made me sad for him. Then they also kill his wife, I think, in front of him. Oh, they do. I think they like eat his wife. Dang, I'll just tell you, it. it's a little messed up. Oh, I'm sure, but I mean, Shrek is like a fine wine, Lincoln. Gets better with age. As, as the older it gets, it just keeps improving. A fine wine and LeBron James both get better with age. <laughs> Steve also claims Shrek. You know, I'll give it its I'll give it its due. It is certainly in terms of like lasting popularity. I could see what the, most people love Shrek, so I could definitely see how I'm on the wrong side of history on this one. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I'll give Shrek its due. I will say it is probably one of the better animated movies ever made, even though I don't like it very much. Like She's it not- does have clever humor sometimes. Right. Like I'll give it that. Like it, it also had stuff for the parents in it. You know, so yeah. it definitely was one of the goats of like. Sneaky and like adult humor into a kid's yeah. kids show. Um, Just not your particular flavor. Not my cup of tea. Not yeah. my cup of tea at all, Steve. That's no. fair. Well, one, I feel like I'm a person who has many what people would call unpopular opinions, even mm. though they're, they're facts. But I've been told rather recently <laughs> that, see, I didn't know this was unpopular, but I'm not a big fan of root beer. Steve, there's literally a root beer bottle sitting on the desk that we are recording on right now. See, well, I was just trying to, we, we had a party a couple, it was like a week or so ago and mm. you know, someone had the audacity to buy those. I've just, I've been trying to get rid of them to be honest. I, I don't want to be seen with them. So I try mm. to drink them, you know, as fast as I can and get, get rid Dispose of them. of the product. Yes. Yeah. But it was, it's out of necessity. Like I would never, if I was given the option between like a bunch of different sodas, I cannot think of one instance where I would go up and pick root beer you're a big coke guy in general though right coke is good yeah see i like root beer i don't drink very much soda at all it's just not something that i'm like i drink yeah like i can't even remember the last time i had like a soda but like it's um root beer is one of the better ones in my opinion though i just it's classic it's classic you know i didn't even know like what's the flavor that makes root beer is it like sassafras or something i don't even know (laughs) it's some weird root that like no one would ever think of yeah but let me tell you, I think root beer slaps. I think Dang. you're wrong here. I don't know, man. I'm not like to clarify. I'm not saying that root beer is like awful by any yeah. means. Like it's still drinkable. Uh-huh. I'm just saying no one in their right mind should ever choose root beer over like Coke or even mm, that's, Dr. Pepper. That's fair. I guess actually it's certainly, I would rate it inferior to those, but I see, I see a reason for its existence. You know, you, you know, here's another that one's not as controversial. I don't think that one will get as many people stirred up. Yeah. I think most people do dislike root beer, actually. So Interesting. I think you're probably you probably have the majority siding you with that one. This one I've caught so much heat for over the years. I literally have yet to find someone who agrees with me, which is just mind blowing because it's simply the right opinion. Is that carpet seats in cars are better than leather seats? Listen, listen. Let me make my point. Okay, in the summer. When you sit on a hot leather seat that's been sitting in the sun, you literally scold. You scald your legs. It's brutal. Everything is like insanely hot to the touch. Carpet seat, not a problem. Sit down on it. Oh, it's just warm. It's pleasant. 
in the winter, get in a cold car with leather seats. It's terrible. Once again, you can feel just like the icy, like tundra, like just radiating out of the seats. Carpet seats, not so much a problem. You sit down on them, you're like, oh, that's nice. They get warmer quicker. Um, You know, I just, I just don't like leather seats. If I had a Ferrari, I would put carpet seats in it. You disgust me. <laughs> now, Steve, why? Why would you prefer leather? I'm surprised though? you even say that during, Give- in this current climate of cancel culture. Why you'd even <laughs> utter those words, Steve? I know I might get canceled me. for this. Our show might be a risk after <laughs> I shared that opinion, but I, it's I, worth I, stating. All right, I appreciate your practicality. I understand that there are points that you've made about the carpet seats. Like leather seats definitely get hot for sure. They don't just get hot, Steve. They, they, they get molten. Called you. I will <laughs> say that. But it's the price you pay for for luxury. Flex. Yes. Literally just a flex. It is. It is a flex. Okay. Like, what's the best color you can get in brown or in, or in carpet? Like tan, zebra. I don't know. Anything. It, it's awful. Anything, Steve. It, it just it gives off kind of old person vibes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, I. I guess once again, I am biased because like all the way through like high school and stuff and like we dr- I drove my family's like 1998 um, Ford Expedition with carpet seats. So they have a little bit of a warm spot in my heart, but also like I came to realize like practical, like extremely practical compared to leather seats. Yeah. And honestly, like not once if I looked at someone's car and be like, oh, he has leather seats. He must be sick. Like this guy is insane. He's so rich. He has leather seats. And like the cars like I'm driving like are definitely not like something that like I don't need the flex added on, yes. you know? <laughs> it's not like, like leather just, seats. you just said you were going to put carpet seats in a Ferrari. Precisely. I still would do that. I will stand by that. All right, let me I don't even know if that's an option, but I would literally have it customized. <laughs> I would rip out the like the super expensive Ferrari leather and add, put in carpet seats. I would all right, if I could offer a little bit of pushback, I think some advantages from a practical sense of leather seats. Yeah. I don't think they stain as easy as carpet. Yeah. Because I did, I do remember having a car when I was growing up that was carpet, but like if you, if you, it like, always stains, yeah. it'll stain pretty bad. Yeah. And it'll always smell like whatever you spilled on it is the <laughs> one problem as well. And I do think, especially we, we live in somewhat of a cold climate. Mm hmm. At certain times of the year, and I think the leather seats work better with kind of keeping, you know, like seat warmers. I think definitely work better. I don't even think you can have seat warmers in carpet, really. But it's not a problem because your legs aren't literally stuck to the frozen seats, like when you get in your car. <laughs> like it's just superior. They're like the uh, the Yeti, the Yeti cooler. Yeah, they're like the Yeti cool leather seats are like the Yeti cooler of car chair of of car, of car seats. seats. Yes unnecessary and ridiculous is what you're telling me <laughs> who spends $500 on a cooler. Oh, it can keep ice frozen for like 48 hours. Like what good is that? <laughs> I'm usually done using my cooler after six hours. Yeah. I'm, I'm not really sure the, the purpose of Yeti. <laughs> What's the value proposition? I get the keep ice long, but like, how does that help? You know, I think it's, it's a, you know, this kind of goes against my points for leather seats, but it yeah, does. yeah, Yeti. You, yeah, you backed yourself into a corner. I'm letting you self-destruct from the art yeah. of war. Yeti and uh, what's the other one? Hydro flask. Yeah. They're definitely just for, for mm. status. 
Yep. See, I think I just ended Steve's career here from the art of war. They're they're different. We're comparing apples and oranges. To quote the art of war, when your enemy is in the process of destroying himself, do not interrupt. Steve, continue to talk, please. (laughs) Oh, please. (laughs) Please. I keep it honest, depending on the topic. (laughs) Okay, I will say this. I think there is a compromise. Mm -hmm. I know there are seats available. That have a mixture of leather and carpet. Mine in particular, like the the chairs of my car, they're mm-hmm. like somewhat leather. It's kind of like it's got like a cloth thing. Right. Like it's kind of like see, those are good. I like those. So maybe there is a happy medium of both practicality yeah. and then also luxury. We don't live in a world of black and white. No. Gray exists. Gray gray is important. Yeah. You know, and even though we're talking about car seats. It's probably important to keep that in mind in real life, too. I think that's really something that kind of ties this whole episode together, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Not everything is black and white. Not everything is a binary opinion. I think when you completely rule out the middle ground, like, for example, if I just rolled with carpet seats, I wouldn't I would never experience the I've never experienced the perks of leather. But if you also rolled with just leather, you're not you're going to miss out on carpet, going to miss out on carpet. So. I think this really applies to our world today where a lot of people tend to back themselves into corners, like with opinions, even if it's an unpopular opinion, like those we just shared today. Um, it's important to consider the middle ground. It's important to consider that we don't live in a world of binaries, ones and zeros. We live in a world where there is um, the in-between exists. So I think that's just important to keep in mind in all of your opinions. Yeah, definitely. Well yeah. said. I think, yeah. I mean, even when you have, I think it's important to stick to your opinions. Like, if you have an unpopular opinion, don't just go. Don't no, just be don't a sheep. just don't just bend immediately. But I'm just saying, like, never hold on to an opinion just because you don't want to have to give ground to the other person. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think it's yeah. important to listen to other people. Mm-hmm. Kind of recognize that there's, you know, there's a reason that other person believes what they do, and there, yeah. there's there's positives and negatives to both sides. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a beautiful way to wrap this episode up. Um, Steve, any closing thoughts for us? No, I, th- I think you said it perfectly, Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Just uh, recognize that there's gray. Really great take on that, Steve. Well, I think that finishes us up here um, for the night. And just to reiterate, remember there's gray, find the middle ground. Um, I think that'll help all of us um, when we're forming our opinions and we're talking with others when maybe you have an unpopular opinion. So um, make sure to follow us on all of, so- all of our social media channels. Our Instagram's kind of blowing up right now. Just hit uh, 1,300 followers. So that's a big milestone for us. Um yeah, just follow that because we're also going to be releasing some IGTV videos soon. Maybe going to do a studio tour for you guys. So should be a good time. We're a lot of fun on social media, Instagram, Twitter. Um, yeah, just keep that in mind. Join the Big Brain, our uh, family on social media. Yeah, and um, always remember, stay Big Brain. <laughs>